SMB Wisdom acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands upon which we have recorded this podcast today. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to the SMB Wisdom podcast, coming to you from the land of the Yuggera and Turrbal people. My name is Alice Rue and I'm a partner at SMB Advisory, the proud sponsors of this podcast. The SMB Wisdom podcast is a forum to provide value tips for business owners from an extended network of experts on their topics of expertise. I'm so very blessed to have an amazing network of people who are fabulous at what they do. They might be accountants, lawyers, business owners, or any number of individuals that day in, day out, deal with the issues and problems that can plague small and medium business owners and come up with solutions, outcomes, and results to assist It's now my mission to bring some of this knowledge to small and medium business owners to assist them in making their good businesses great and their great businesses fabulous. Now on with today's episode. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us today for our SMB Wisdom International Women's Day Showcase for 2023. As you're no doubt aware, International Women's Day is celebrated on the 8th of March each year and this year the theme is hashtag Embrace Equity. As part of many um, IWD celebrations, we have a month-long showcase of some of the amazing women that I know and have worked with or alongside in various fields to show just how amazing women can be. As an insolvency practitioner, I do like to look at the learnings that come about from businesses or ventures that might find themselves in distress in order to advise others on how to attempt to mitigate against making similar mistakes in the future. And in the same vein, I like to look at my colleagues, contacts and friends to hear what they've learned from their different experiences, as I think it builds towards a wealth of knowledge. And this is why in this series, I'm talking with a number of amazing women to hear about their career journeys, the role mentors and sponsors in their careers and any advice they have for others in similar circumstances. Today, I'm speaking with Anne Watson from Hall and Wilcox. Anne is a dispute resolution special counsel with a particular focus on restructuring and insolvency, corporate workouts, and banking and debt recovery. Commercially minded, Anne focuses on reaching straightforward solutions in a timely manner. Anne provides advice to companies and their directors on restructuring and insolvency matters and also advises administrators, liquidators, receivers, trustees in bankruptcy, and government and regulatory bodies. During her career, she's also acted for financiers and credit providers, including each of Australia's top four banks, on matters involving enforcement of securities, lender-led restructuring, asset and debt recovery, and loss minimisation. Anne's experience includes working for small to medium-sized businesses, as well as publicly listed entities within a number of sectors, including retail, property, mining, and resources. Anne assists her clients in both an advisory and a litigious capacity, often running a matter from the early stages through to a negotiated out-of-court resolution or successfully prosecuting contested litigation. Her technical knowledge covers complex corporate insolvency, restructuring and workouts, and consumer lending and credit, as well as complicated issues involving the National Property Securities Act. Anne was a finalist in the 2018 Lawyers Weekly 30 Under 30 Awards in the Dispute Resolution category and also received the award for the highest grade in Queensland for the 2016 Arita Advanced Insolvency Course. Welcome, Anne. Hi. That's a lot, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Can I just say there's a couple of notable absences there. You were also a finalist in the Work Awards last year. I was. It hasn't been, hasn't made its way into, you know, things to mention. (laughs) There you go. And I also, um, I love the highest grade in Queensland for the 2016. Do you know that I think it was 2007 I got that award. However, 
I got it for the mid-year student because I went from June to June and I'm not sure there was that many of us that were actually doing it. But I was still very happily so. No, no, you, you take that. You take that. I'm okay. Absolutely. I'll take Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. I'll start off today by asking what traditional land you're coming to us from. Mianjin. Uh, Excellent. So in Brisbane today? Yes, that's right. Fabulous. Now, and we've heard your bio, beautiful bio that it is, and it's amazing. I, I learned so much about people by actually reading their bios. It's funny, you can know someone for quite some time, but it's nice to actually read through their bio and understand, um, you know, what it is that they've done and, and where they've come from. But I would really appreciate it if you could tell us um, sort of how you got to be where you are in your profession. Were you always sort of, you know, aiming to be the insolvency and restructuring young gun or where, how did you start out? Yeah, no, that definitely was not where I intended or had, I didn't even really know that insolvency was a thing going into uni, which I think having had a few discussions with, you know, different people from around the traps is actually, you know, a broader problem that we need to deal with as an industry, but I, you know, I shall not digress so early on in our chat. Um, but I came out of uni, uh, well, even out of high school, wanting, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I, you know, did. I went into law because that's what the careers advisor told me to do and um, and you know and I had always sort of enjoyed legal studies and stuff and I got to the end of uni and wanted to be a banking and finance lawyer because I thought doing big deals and all of that you know like actually you know being right at like the edge of all of this stuff that's happening and funding all of that and whatever I just thought that was going to be so cool and I was lucky enough to get into a grad role where I was in a banking team um, and I absolutely hated it hated it yeah. And so then, um, as you know, the universe would have it, that team was subsequently, so this is at, like, I'm happy to say, this was at Thine and McCartney many moons ago, mm -hmm. and they ended up moving across to Dibs Barker, you know, obviously mm -hmm. now no longer in existence. Mm -hmm. um, and I was in the grad program at the time, so I couldn't move with them. Like, it just wasn't mm -hmm. a thing. I was a grad. So then um, the firm very graciously said, stay on as long as you need to, but you're going to have to leave eventually because we haven't got a spot for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, well, that's kind of fortuitous because I'm not really loving this thing. And I went out and spoke to a, um, a recruiter and said, this is what my skill sets are. Um, not, I wasn't admitted yet. Um, and, I, and she was like, so you're really good. Like, you know, banking documents inside out. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, do you think you could like reverse them and enforce them against people? Because Gaydens has this team at the moment. So we're talking sort of 2011. That sort of we're coming out of the peak of mortgage enforcement yeah. and stuff so they had a huge team doing debt recovery and stuff um, and I was like yeah look I mean why not I'll try it did that for a few years obviously really you know doing multiple bankruptcies every week mm -hmm. like well, every day like going up and doing three or four at once mm -hmm. and kind of got to the end of that and went there's got to be more like I'm really I like this but there's got to be more and it was obviously a bit more uh, individual focused mm -hmm. uh, like personal insolvency focused and so then I quite literally and Scott loves this story I typed into Google Brisbane's best insolvency lawyers and a few people that we all know and love came up. He was one of them um, and sent, you know, an email and um, I went into the interview and said, look, I don't really do what you do yet, but I do a little bit of what you do, um, but certainly not like mm. I wasn't doing liquidations and things like that. Didn't really know what a docker was. Um, yeah. And he was like, you know, I don't know, he rolled the dice for whatever reason and eight and almost, yeah, eight and a bit years later, here we are. Yeah. So it, it wasn't history. planned. It wasn't planned, but mm. I kind of got there by um, having the unfortunate but fortunate 
um, luck of doing that banking stuff and sort of getting into a weird, like, you know, developing a skill set or a knowledge of something, but then I've, I've used it in a different way to originally intended. I think it's really important to understand that that is a valid path to get anywhere, really. But into, I think, um, insolvency and restructuring especially, because I do think that having a level of um, experience around different sides of business is quite handy um, when you're coming at sort of insolvency and restructure and understanding how to deal with people and within certain contexts and what that means. And, you know, from a debtor side, from a creditor side, um, and looking at it sort of really holistically. So whilst I think um, you sort of, it was a path that of many sort of forks in the road, um, I, I don't know that it's that uncommon, um, especially yeah. with a lot of people. As you said, you know, it's not something that's done um, necessarily streamlined at a uni level. Um, people don't know a lot about it when they leave. Um, so there you go. That's a great path. Thank you for sharing that. Um, now we talk about Scott. You talk about Scott Butler, obviously. Um, yeah. And that leads us into sort of the importance um, of support and mentors and sponsors throughout your sort of career. Um, I know, as you said, would you say eight and a half years you've been with Scott yeah. as well, um, uh, which is a long time. You know, you you think you, you think of that and you think, well, there's got to be, um, you know, something there within that sort of professional yeah, and across two firms as well yeah. which i think oh that's yeah yeah so definitely worth know. a mention so how was how important has the um importance of sponsors and mentors been to you huge i mean i don't think i i don't, well, I, don't I know it's not even a think it's a no i would not be where i am today if i didn't have um people but you know people like Scott primarily Scott because he's sort of you know he's my boss um, but there's so many and if we take Scott as the lead example there are so many aspects of you know pushing me to do the Arita course um, I was not keen on doing more study but he was like this is you know without it being harsh this is an expectation that I have because I think it'll really benefit you but also because like I see it make people you know I, I see it turn people into better practitioners um particularly at that like I did it reasonably early on in my career um and it is it's such a great foundation so being pushed into further education in that way when it is right for you um mm. but also you know Scott is fantastic at marketing and um you know he knows everybody around town and the support that he offered in not only teaching me how to do that effectively but also mm -hmm. in not having any issues whatsoever, even when I was baby, baby lawyer, he would mm. bring me along because he mm. didn't have that, oh, you know, senior people can only speak to senior people mentality. Mm. So it meant that I was building from a really early stage in my career, um, all of those relationships with people that I now, you know, have known for, you know, decades. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, it's in, you know, it was really important to have people that wouldn't, you know, I think you can go into a firm anywhere and you can have people that are going to show you how to do the law or to, you know, to be an accountant, how to effectively manage um, mm -hmm. the job. But it's those soft skills. If you can find somebody who can say, hey, I'm going to introduce you to this person or I'm going to, I think you should be looking at this course or I think you should be maybe going into this mentoring program or whatever, or, you, you know, go to this event. Those sorts of people, and whether it's your direct boss or if it's people that are actually saying, hey, I've got this event happening, why don't you come along and meet this person? Um, those are your mentors too. Like it doesn't have to be formal, but it's about mm -hmm. it's people that, as you say, like mentors and sponsors, people that mm -hmm. have a vested interest in making you grow. 
And I think there's countless examples um, and I'm really lucky. I know it's not the same for everybody, but I'm really lucky to have somehow managed to have developed a really strong network of people around me that have consistently pulled me up. Mm. And I really, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have people, you know, pushing me, um, you know, and Mm. opening doors, essentially. It's an ecosystem that we live in, isn't it? And I think you sort of, we can be very privileged to live in. Um, ecosystems that can work very much for us um, and to be able to seek those out as well. But I think that's the important thing in my mind um, is that you could have just stayed and done what you were doing where you were doing um, eventually. Um, But the fact that you then chose to move into a different area and with somebody who, as you said, you Googled it, who's the best, you know what I mean, who... who, (laughs) And you will love that. I, I totally <laughs> get that. You will love that on a loop now. Um, but uh, it, it, that's you taking ownership of that too. And I think that those the synergy of those two things together is is so powerful. Um, so thank you for that. Um, I guess when you're talking about networks as well, did you have or do you have, I guess, a network of women around you as well to help and support you um, that you can sort of turn to and, and have those discussions with as well? Yeah, I do. But I think that I'm, again, it's right place, right time. I am of a particular generation where we're just, like there is a big push to support women and to create greater diversity and equity in the profession. Um, When I was at Thyna McCartney, I had a senior associate. She moved my admission, the lovely Amanda Ball. She's now an academic at QUT, Um, but she, was on the QLS um, Equity and Diversity Committee as it then was, and she was like, you should join. Um, But yeah, consistently, so from the get-go, had somebody in my life that was just like, you should, not only am I going to support you as a woman, but you should then take an active interest in learning how we can diversify this profession. Um, Then my boss at Gaydens um, was a woman. So a live example of, you know, and the thing is that I think people will often say, oh, like there's these aspects of people that we do or don't like and not everybody that you see in the industry is going to be perfect. But when I look back and go, you know, like I, even if I don't want to be that person, that doesn't mean that it's not um, a sense of support or a way that I can role model mm-hmm. myself. Um, so like I have that female boss and then as I've gotten sort of more senior I've had these brilliant opportunities like the TMA has this network of women um, dinner and things like that where you know you have opportunities to literally sit in a room of more senior people um, you know that are women and that have done really well but then also your own colleagues and go like wow like we're we're really doing good things here so I think I've been fortunate just it it just happened you know like the Mm -hmm. the partner at Gaydens could have been a male as well but she yeah. wasn't. Um, so I've just had really good access, you know, to that. And I know, you know, if the circumstances were different, then maybe my response would be different. I'd be like, well, I haven't really. But yeah. my circumstances, I've just been lucky. And I don't take that, like, I don't take that for granted. Like, I'm very grateful for the, the environment that I've been privy to. I think that's really important um, in terms of... Uh, circumstances I do think that people can have different circumstances and they can get different flavors from that you know it's the whole halo horns thing really isn't it about you know how they their experiences can really guide how they then deal with their networks and and what that works for but again I think it's really about no I mean I harp on about it all the time but I think it's really about what you do with it 
I think there are supportive networks there if you're looking for them. I get that it's not that easy for some people to reach out for them or to sort of identify where they are. Um, and I think it is very fortunate um, for those of us who have been able to find our people as it is and sort of um, be able to be surrounded by great networks. So, um, and I must admit, I think given sort of the, the gender basis of the industries that we work in, there are an amazing amount of phenomenal women <laughs> that we work yeah. with. Um, and once and you know them, them. Yeah. yeah, once you start to get to know them, there's just more and more, like there's a lot of us. Um, and I just, you know, through all of the, you know, various events that I've, or committees that I've been on, um, but, you know, like even Michaela Robertson, during my tenure there, they promoted, whilst on maternity leave, a, the first female person to become a, um, the, to become the chair of partners or the managing partner there. And that has happened again at Hall & Wilcox just in my tenure. I've got, that's not in my control. We've just yeah. done it. Um, but it's these things where it's like, I just happen to be, you know, again, I don't take this for granted, but I am consistently throughout my career lucky enough to be exposed to places that are like, we're doing this thing because we support it and we believe in it. And we think that this is absolutely what we should be doing in this space. Um, mm -hmm. So it's been, yeah, it's been good to have that influence around me, whether I've sorted out or if it's just been plonked in front of me. Yeah. And I think, um, look, my kids will have you say, <laughs> I say constantly, yeah, God helps those that help themselves. You've got to sort of get in there as well. You can't just expect things to happen. And um, yep. I think it, can be sort of, you know, a combination, I said it before, of circumstance and pushing. Uh, and it's not always going to help. I mean, I've left places because we sort of think well, the writing's on the wall. There's no way I'm going to get where I need to get here. I could stay here and bang my head against a wall or move and, um, you know, then further what I need to do. That's not always available for a lot of people for one reason or another. And I totally understand and appreciate the privilege in that. But where we can take some control and where we can sort of push that forward, I do think um, that that does help um, in terms of identifying, you know, the, um, I don't know, the examples or the the situations that can really help us to flourish in the environment yeah. that we're in. Fabulous. So I guess, Right back when you're starting to either look at going into law or you went into banking and finance, um, what do you wish your younger self knew when you started your career? Oh, probably, like, it sounds very blasé in university, but that it will be okay. And by that, I just mean there are, like, I have stressed out about matters, clients, promotions, um, you know, do I move firms to, you know, follow Scott or not? Like all of the things I have stressed to no end about all of the things. Yeah. And I honestly believe that at so many of those junctures, even if I had chosen the other option, that I would be okay. Like it, it, it go like life goes on and you, as long as you, you make the decision, whatever that is. And then as you just sort of said, if you, put the effort in and you are still showing up and you're doing the best that you can to make the connections even if you go oh I chose option b instead of a and I'm always going to wonder what option a was going to be like eh doesn't matter it will be okay like you will always be the best I think if you're putting in the effort the best version of yourself mm -hmm. that you can be in the circumstances as long as you know you're doing the work yeah. um and I wish that I I mean I still don't I mean 
it's kind of what would you tell your younger self and what do you need to remind yourself of consistently now it's the same um but yeah i wish i could tell with all of those things that i've stressed about i wish i could just say like you're going to come up against some stuff like girlfriend and you are but it's going to be okay um you know and it's it's a tough industry and there's going to be moments where you wonder what you're doing and why you chose to do this and if it's worth it and if you really want to do it um there will be moments where you look up and you go i don't want to be any of you people above me um but you know it's it's not forever um those you know everything passes um and you'll get there like there's you know i'm still standing and there isn't a problem that i haven't been able to able to overcome yet that's what i that's probably the the tagline of what I would tell my younger self. Like there is no problem that you won't be able to overcome. Mm. Is there Marie Folio that says everything is figure outable? I quite That's like it. That. Yeah. yeah. And in your personal life as in terms of how you turn up to work, but also like as a lawyer, like there is no matter that's going to come across your desk, no matter how difficult it is, that you cannot figure out. Like it'll mm. you will get there. Like you will find an answer eventually. So stop stressing. Stop stressing about mm. everything. As I said, sometimes I need to remind myself of this constantly. Oh, I know. I sometimes wonder whether we get where we were if we weren't the stress heads that we are. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. One of those career traits that we have. But it is good to, I think, remind ourselves of that. That's beautiful. And I really like that. That's, um, I think, really valuable wisdom. Very valuable. Um, I guess finally then today, brilliant chat. I could be talking forever, but if I don't wrap um, <laughs> Do you, I'd like to know who is your greatest female role model? Do you have one? Um, not one specifically, but mm -hmm. there is a sort of type of person that I always look up to and go, um, as a type of person, I admire you. And it is, and the thing is that like, I'm now at that age where it's no longer the people that are above me. It's my people, like people my age are doing it, but is it's the people that are continuing to succeed, continuing to get promoted, notwithstanding the fact that their life has taken, you know, what well, has welcomed children. Um, and so they've got children, they've got other demands, they're now working part-time, they've taken time off, that's had whatever impact it has, and then they come back and they're still succeeding, some of whom are succeeding whilst on maternity leave, you know, like they're still doing these amazing things. Um, and so it's that kind of person where, and it's not, I want to stress, it's not about whether or not you have children or whatever, it is whatever you do that means that you cannot always be um, pouring all of yourself into this job, which is often what is expected. But it is the women that have the ability, and not always successfully, I know we're not always great at it, but the ones that I see and go like, even if it's only today, and I've viewed you for one day, and you nailed it today, um, whether it's because you've got kids or because you've got, you know, you're looking after your elderly mother, whatever it is, it's the women where I go like, today you got the balance right. Mm. Um, those are the people that I aspire to be like, because you know, um, it's not just women that do that, but it's, you know, those are the ones where I'm just like, you're doing it and you're holding your own and you're still succeeding, even though you've got 50,000 things on your plate. Um, there's been some great, great women in my time, um, you know, that I could be like, oh, this person, because she achieved this really amazing thing. But I think at the core, it is always about, like she achieved that thing whilst doing 500 other things. So I think mm -hmm. for me, what I find inspirational is the one is just the fact that, if you got a lot on and you're still doing well, then 
I want to be like you. I want to reflect that in my own life. That's fabulous. I want to love that. It's so true though. And everyone does it in different ways. And that's one of the reasons I must admit that this year I've really wanted to showcase um, women, not only just in the profile, but by way of podcast as well, because I think it's super important for everybody to sort of see how people do it in different ways, how people got there in different ways, how people uh, are still doing it in different ways. And you know what that means, because there's so many different ways and avenues and balances. Um, You know, it's not just a here it is, here's your little cookie cutter, off you go. Um, this is how you'll achieve that. And I just yeah. love all of that wisdom that you've put into that. Thank you very much, Anne. No, you're um, welcome. And thank you for your time today. This has been absolutely fabulous. It's just so great to learn about everybody's journey. Um, also, I'll just put it out there on the, you know, it'd be great to have you back on the SMB Wisdom podcast at some point I'll this year as well. Back. Excellent. We'll get you. We'll get that sorted. Um, and thank you to our listeners. Please make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our fabulous 2023 International Women's Day showcase. We'll talk soon. And until then, be wise in business. SMB Wisdom is proudly sponsored by SMB Advisory. SMB Advisory is a specialist firm of chartered accountants dedicated to providing specialist insolvency services to financiers, advisors, directors and individuals. The team at SMB Advisory are a safe set of hands to talk through your options when things get tough or when you find yourself in a tricky business situation and you're not sure what's next. Call the team on 1800 762 238 or send a message through the website www.smbadvisory.com.au to talk through the next steps in your business journey.